We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to a special edition featuring my man, Juan Daniels. <laughs> what is what, welcome back? Welcome where where's where's Wando, right? Where is Wando is right? Where is Wando? Guys, yes, tomorrow tomorrow is G Day. Tomorrow's G Day. How does that make you feel? Man, it's 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 exciting, man. It, I, I tell you, it's it's a lot different, a lot different G Day than you know than when I played. I, I could comfortably say we may have had like six or seven thousand people <laughs> that would that would show up. I mean, you could hear you could hear people yelling across the field, you know, when when we were there versus what it is now. Um, you know, back to back national champions. Who wouldn't want to come out there and, and see G Day? You know, and then before that, you know, at two o'clock, you have the the alumni flag football game, um, which I'll be participating in. I don't know how how uh, how well I'll do, but I'll definitely be participating in. <laughs> um, so welcome into the DGD podcast. Uh, special DGD after dark, shall I say. Um, Juan, you you mentioned this. What about this uh, this game you're talking about? Enlighten us on this. I want to hear. Some, I want to hear some deets on the stuff. On the the flag football game, most definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just some 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 older guys, really, pretty much just you know living out their dreams. You know, again, getting between the hedges, which is really cool. Um, the the head coach of the black team, which I'll be playing on, is a guy named Jeffrey Thomas, who I actually played with him. Um, so he was you know there with Kirby, Bobo, um, Eric Zier. Um, so he was there, Must Champ. He was there during that during that group. Um, so he's our head coach. You know, we got a couple of guys, Matt Storm, who played uh, my old roommate, Deshay McKeever will be, he'll be out there. Um, and then we'll be going against the red squad. So, you know, look for us to win probably, you know, it'll be a close game. I'd say maybe 63 to three. That's what in, I'm, in honor, that's in what I'm in honor of project Pat. Got yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. Oh man. Where is Pat, by the way? I think, he, I think he'd be too giddy if Rudes would bark here. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah, be yeah, honest. Yeah. So he I know might everybody be past Patrick's bedtime right now, 806. He, he, he old as shit too. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, in all seriousness, so folks, uh, obviously welcome in. Uh, doing something different, right? It's like I said, DGD after dark. Um, you know, obviously Nate McBride, he should be coming on shortly. 
uh, getting everything situated with that. Uh, yeah. So we're wait. Uh, we will await his presence, if you will. Hey, I'm, I'm sporting my uh, my Georgia Bulldog um, hoodie from Alumni Hall. So if you get an oh, opportunity, drop by Alumni Hall, and then uh, tomorrow at the game, um, before the game, I'll have another hoodie that I got at Alumni Hall. So. Speak speak of the damn devil. This right here. How about them dogs? Another shirt from Alumni Hall. Uh, and speaking of, that's a first uh, intro uh, into one of our sponsors. So with that being said, uh, Juan, you mentioned uh, stopping by Alumni Hall. Uh, listen, stop by uh, stop by their store tomorrow if you're going to Athens and mention the DGD podcast and you'll get 10% off your purchase. Um, yeah, or you can shop on uh, their website. Head over to dgdpodcast.com forward slash Alumni Hall uh, and you can shop there. And listen, they got licensed Nike, Cutter and Buck, Columbia, got Yeti stuff, got you all your game day gear, stuff fresh in, just coaches polo, just came in. Uh, listen, good stuff. And you're, all, you're already going to get it anyways. Why not go by and get it at Alumni Hall? Why not get 10% off? I mean, listen, you, you heard the goat has spoken, okay? When you when the goat speaks, you listen, damn it. Sure. That's simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Juan, let's talk about this, though. Obviously, we had our show Wednesday. We're previewing G-Day. Uh, so with you being away, I uh, wanted to ask this question to you. And, and what is the main thing? Uh, what's something you're looking forward to uh, tomorrow? I'm, I'm looking forward to just the quarterback battle, um, to, to, to see these guys play. One of the things I think a lot of people don't realize is that even if the Georgia, you know, offense is going against the second string defense, that second second uh, team defense is going to be as about as good as you can get in the SEC, you know, let alone across the country. So those battles are going to be good. And then, of course, when you're going to have, you know, the second string guys going up against the first string guys, um, how well do those second string guys hold up? You know, do they hold up to that pressure? Because, you know, again, you're probably going to be facing one of the top defenses in the nation. No, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think you look at some situations where, um, you know, you got uh, obviously the quarterback competition, right? You've got some position battles that are going to go on, but you're also going to see some freshmen, right, for the first time. And listen, from what I've seen in that last, in the 23 cycle, we're about to see some, impressive athletic ability. Um, Honestly, aside from the athleticism, I think if you look at, I think another thing for me with the freshmen themselves, how, how far along have they come in regards to playbook retention? Uh, Obviously you, you practiced, you know, a lot of these guys come in early and rolly, right? So they're, a lot of these guys are ready for, you know, uh, what is it? Bowl practices and things like that. Then you got the culmination of the spring, so it's going to be interesting to see how far along these guys are uh, understanding the playbook. I think that matters. Uh, but at the same time, right, like you might see situations where some of these guys might just be able to just go on the field. And obviously you want to right, you want to play within the system and play to the playbook. But there's going to be situations where coaches will draw up something to kind of highlight these things maybe. Yeah. Lawson Lucky, I heard, is a, is a name that I've heard that he's done extremely well. Um, you know, they, they had a couple of write-ups on him and how well he's doing. And then again, think about it too. Like a lot of these guys, you know, Oscar Delt, I think he came in in the spring of last year and he was able to pick some things up and look how well, yeah. um, you know, you had Malachi Starks do as a freshman. 
So again, like you talked about this playbook retention, how well are they going to do? And this is an opportunity to shine. I mean, although, you know, uh, you know, prime time, um, you know, or, or there's not, George is what is on ESPN two, I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, Four o'clock tomorrow. E- yeah. Either, either way, you're going to have an opportunity to be on national television. So what an opportunity to get out there and, 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 and shine, let everybody know who you are and, you know, just be those, those names to watch out for. Yeah. As we, as, as Pat is up past his bedtime says, Oh, look, a new guest. Yeah. New guest. You want to you introduce yourself again? Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah, for, I'm, just uh, for Pat. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'm uh, I'm Wando. 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 Been, been asking, where's Wando? I love it. <laughs> it rhymes with Mondo. Yes, it rhymes with Mondo. Yeah, exactly. Those drinks are much healthier. What, what's up, Joe Huff? What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, man. It's, it's so, so, yes, the, the old guy is Juan Daniels. Um, <laughs> not to be mistaken for the goat because they're two different entities. It's oh, like, yeah. You've, it's never, like, you've, you've never seen them at the same place at one time. <laughs> It's like it's like Kobe Pierce and Swolders. Yes, exactly. Two different people. Bruce Banner and the Hulk. <laughs> hey, do you want to do you want to talk about um, our next sponsor? Do you want to talk about uh, Mister Apotheos Coffee? You want to talk about that for a second? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I, and I, listen, if if you guys had an opportunity, hop into the to the um, you know they they need to be in this brigade chat. The brigade chat every day they just talk about how amazing the Apotheos Coffee is and um you know the, the bags that they buy now they i believe they have the is it the k-cups now rob no, the actually the k-cup that's a big kind of announcement that'll be coming up soon okay that'll be that'll be coming up soon so yes. that, that's going to be huge i'm a i'm a cure guy so i can't wait wait for those uh to, to come up so i'm pretty excited about that absolutely speak now now the man of the hour nate mcbride how are you how are you sir how are you nate the great what's going on man my apologies. My apologies. I was trying hey, to figure everything out. Not a problem, my man. Not a problem. Uh, it's good to have you back on the show, man. It's been a it's been a little while. How's uh, how's NASCAR life been going for you? It's good, man. We uh we're in the season. We're in the first half of it, so we're just trying to get the best pit stops, trying to get some wins. I'm just trying to keep it rolling. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's interesting because the first time we had you on, you know, I don't know if a lot of people really knew you know, what was going on with Nate, if you will. Right. So, you know, knowing the NASCAR side of things now, and it's interesting because now I'm sitting there trying to watch races on Sundays and stuff and try to find you. I'm like, where? And that's how I'll sit there and talk to you offline. It's like, Hey, like, are we still doing this? Like, all right, cool. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, not so obviously man, G days tomorrow. Right. Um, Let's, let's start with this. What was G day like for you? Man, I tell you what, it was, uh, it was fun. You know, you got the, it's not really long, but you have the, um, I guess you could say long spring practices and it's, um, it's, it's fun, but at the same time, you, you know, you're getting tired and you're always hitting bodies. So you get to the game and that's really, it's really the time for those young guys to show out and show what they got. And, um, there's always an opportunity because everybody gets to play. So, there's always an opportunity to show what you you're made of and what you you know can bring to the table. So I think it'll be fun for me. It was it was fun, um, but also after the fact, it was also fun to get the yeah. chill with the guys. So 
I was about to say, I mean, you know, it's interesting because you, you came in with you came in with from and LeCount and all those guys, too. So, like, you know, you're you're under, you know, Kirby Smart. Right. Juan actually played with Kirby when he was at Georgia. So the, the clash of styles, it's, it's so fun. I didn't know if you knew that, but fun fact for those that didn't know. Um, so, you know, it's, it's fun to have this different perspective because you've got someone and Kobe, when, if he pops in, uh, Kobe played under, uh, uh, Kirby as well. So it, it's fun to hear this dynamic of, you know, Juan under one uh, playing with him, And then, you know, people, you know, people that played under Kirby, it's completely different. Almost. It's funny. Um, but sure. let's, so, I mean, obviously the main takeaway for tomorrow is the quarterback situation. I know, uh, your boy Stetson winning back-to-back natties. I know the last time you were on, we were talking about just calling off a one, and here we are now we looking at back-to-back on the verge of a three-peat. So obviously with Stetson being gone, uh, what are your thoughts uh, if you've been keeping up with it on the quarterback competition, and and what do you expect to see tomorrow maybe? You know, that's a good question. I I mean, I've been asking asking that question to myself. So, um, you know, Carson Beck was there. I think uh, either a year or two years while I was still there and he always showed potential. He's, he's a great quarterback, great ball player. Um, but and since you've had Stetson, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, overtake that with all the, uh, leadership and, you know, just the consistency. Um, but you know, Carson's top dog, he's been there. He knows what's going on. Uh, and then you got Brock. Um, he's a, he's a dog, of course, and he's he grew up in that area. I don't know if that would make a difference, but I believe it could. And um, he's shown potential. I didn't really get to see much of him because he came. I think it was the year I was leaving. He came in, and then Gunner. I don't know. I don't know if it was him or what, but I think I might have played against Gunner in high school. It might have been my senior year or whatever, and, or maybe it was somebody else. But we he, well, he came out of Raven. Exactly. I remember, we played Raven in uh, second round of the playoffs. Badea did, and they beat the crap out of us. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's a dog too. Though, so I mean, it just depends, and they all get to show their talent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was sitting here also thinking about this one. I, I know, obviously, you have. You know, since Nate was a former linebacker, I want to ask you this too. Uh, you know, I was sitting here thinking about it, right? With with Pop Johnson, with with Small Mondin being another year older, right? You feel as those uh, as those guys are basically entrenched in the spots for now. Obviously, you're going to rotate guys in, you know. But that leaves that outside linebacker spot, right? Uh, and how do you replace guys like Nolan Smith, right? I think that matters too. You know, you look at guys like Chas Chambliss and and Darius Smith and things like that, and like it's crazy. Just a matter of a couple of years in recruiting classes, how. You know, you look at that outside linebacker position and and what Georgia used to do, like what you recruited to now, what you're used to seeing recruited now. Like you have Darius Smith, it's like six six two forty as outside linebacker. It's just nuts. What what are your thoughts? Like just, just kind of seeing the evolution there from, you know, kind of seeing that thicker linebacker right to even on the outside from time to time uh, to now that evolution of just basically like having the avatar out there. What, what are your thoughts on that? I mean. I feel like it's completely different from when you were playing to what it is now, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we we had guys. We had Randall Godfrey, who, you know, his, his older son is playing basketball at Clemson. His younger son just committed to Kentucky. He was probably maybe 6'3", middle linebacker that can just run, run like a 10-something. But outside of him, we just had a lot of smaller guys. I mean, they were gritty. They were tough. 
Um, we got, you know, guys, Whit Marshall, you know, we had some other guys that were just, they were gritty, they were tough, but as far as the speed um, and, and, and the things that, you know, from what they possess, again, it, it'd be like, you know, and, and Nate, you, if you played with us back in the day, you probably, they probably would have had you everywhere, you know, I, I, honestly, because just the evolution of, 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 of the linebacker, but, you know, watching your highlights, watching you play, you know, just, it, it's, it's just a, a, just a different beast. And to say that the linebackers that played when I played, you know, they obviously would not make the Georgia team, you know, and, and that's not a slight against them, but it's just now a, just a different breed of a, a faster, grittier, smarter group of group of guys that are just going around just knocking heads off, you know, so it, it's Nate, different. this is Nate. I don't know if you know this, Nate, but uh, Raylan Wilson, one of the incoming linebackers, okay. he was clocked in on a catapult system at 23 miles an hour. That's fast right there now. I tell you. <laughs> that is fast. I mean, and the thing about it is, Nate, you were fast as shit too when you were coming out too. I mean, you were running track and everything like that. Juan still got a four seven, you said. Yeah. Downhill in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Dude, I probably I couldn't even so. get dude. I'd tell I'd look at it and tear my ACL, man. I ain't gonna lie. Run, look at the 40 yard line. Um no, Pat says we know Juan can burn Kirby on the field, but can he burn Nate too? I don't know about no, that. Uh, I don't know about that. Nate, you probably even, still got it. Not even close. Hey, I got to I mean, stay in shape, man. I got to get around that car. Yeah, you know, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was about to say, man, like, you know, I, you know, a lot of people, I know the first time you were on the show, Nate, we talked about, you know, like you were kind of surprised, I was surprised a little bit too, that, you know, the athletes, like the amount of athletes that come out of, you know, football to go to NASCAR, right? It's, it's pretty impressive. You know, what's what's training like for that? Like, one, you're, I mean, you're familiar with high, uh, the college workouts and stuff like that. What's, are there similarities there or what? I, I think that's interesting to kind of see if there's any kind of workout uh, variances or anything like that. Yeah, it's honestly, it's the same. I would say it's probably a little bit less just because our season is very long from February to November. Uh, so we're trying to maintain instead of, you know, just get swole and <laughs> that, but there's similarities too to football because you know you want to get faster you want to grow in your speed and maintain your body make sure you don't get hurt so flexibility and things like that so it, there's a lot of similarities um practices are not as long they're not as hard <laughs> they're not the coaches aren't yelling at you but i mean there's there's a lot of similarities it's the camaraderie that makes it the best though you know all the guys that's that's what that's what it's all about really did hey um, so Juan is, was Juan's playing in a flag football game alum, uh, think alumni flag football game? Did they did they do that um, when you were playing? Did they did you hear anything about that? Have they is that an annual thing or no? At Georgia, yeah, for G Day is that an annual thing, Juan or no? I, I mean, I I know that they've had it for a number of years, but I don't uh -huh. know when it's when it started or uh, you know I, I don't think that they had it back when I played. Um, yeah, like we just had we just got rid of leather helmets back when I was playing. So shape of the, I mean, Adonis would tell you that the shape of the football was different. Yeah, yeah, everything was different. Field goal, field goal posts were in a different spot. Yeah, like there all was types. an eight. It was an eight. Te Texas A&M actually won a championship. Oh, yeah, word. exactly. I, I tell you what, though, Nate, I, I I know you know obviously you know with, with the stuff that you do for NASCAR. How does the pressure of playing linebacker and the pressure of dealing with NASCAR, I mean, does that mirror each other? Um, it's – I wouldn't say it's equal because, uh, you, you know, you in football you have, well, at least at Georgia, you got 90,000-plus fans. And then 
you have to get the play call and then you have to get the audible i say audible but the check for the call if, if they line up in something that you know is not normal um nascar you got the fans you got the cars they're super loud which makes it really sound like a lot of fans yeah. um but you're running really one play so i mean it's the same choreography every time which okay. makes but it's a, it's a 3,000 pound car coming at you instead of a 300 pound man coming at you. So. Make, you make, make you a little pucker moment for a second, yeah. I think. I, I'd be, I mean, uh, you know, you just think about it like 303,000, add that extra zero, it makes a lot of difference. Right. It, <laughs> now, that'll send you flying. Speak, now, speaking aloud, all right, I want to go to reminisce here, guys. I want to take a little road trip, if you will, back into Sanford Stadium. Right. Number three, Georgia Bulldogs versus the number one, Tennessee uh, Volunteers. I, I don't know if you watched that game, Nate, but um, I watched every game. Okay, okay, so you watched every game. So how did you how did you feel like just watching how like just listening to it from the TV? Like for me, it was it was ridiculous. It, what were your thoughts on that? Because like I feel like Juan, I don't know. I don't know what it was like when you played, but. I feel like the environment in Athens has completely done a like a night and day shift where it's just on a different way, different level now, because if I'm not mistaken, there was a moment where they would show this, the CBS television would show, you know, like the, the board and they would have like 132 with an open West end zone. That's that's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, what what's it like? I mean, what's it like when you've got that much like that loud? Like, because I'm sure there's been some games you've played and won you as well, just been ridiculously loud. I mean, I mean, what's that like from a player's perspective on the field, right? Because fans have it one way, y'all have it the other. What's that like? Who's answering? Me or Juan? Yeah, I mean, both. Yeah, both. I mean, both of them. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'll go first. I'll tell you what, it ain't nothing like it. There ain't nothing like it. It just. It, that adrenaline boost, it goes to a whole nother level. I don't know if you watch anime or nothing like that, but Dragon Ball Z, it feels like you go Super Saiyan. So, and it might be foreign language, but you know, it's, it's, all, it's, oh man, you can't describe it, honestly. Yeah. Be, being down on the field, I mean, again, just the day starting off with that, you know, all just, <laughs> Just the band, just every every part of it, the Superman. I mean, the everything is just absolutely amazing. But when you make a play, offense or defense, special teams, whatever it is, and you hear that crowd, the electricity that goes through you is unlike anything that that, that you can describe. Um, you, you know, scoring a touchdown and being in the end zone and hearing that just that roar and it's just coming down. It, it, it's it's indescribable. Like you can't really you can talk about it all day and still never have somebody understand what it's like. Or, you know, like again, for you, Nate, to make a big time play interception, a sack, whatever it is to hear that crowd is just the electricity is just, is unreal. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, I feel like, you know, I know Nate, you, I mean, the Rose bowl, right. was probably one of your biggest, like loud, like would have been arguably there, but I feel like it's just different. Like Athens is just a different level from anything neutral site that you're going to experience. I would assume is that. Yeah. I mean, is that fair to say? Oh yeah, and you're at home too. Yeah. You know, everybody's got your back. Not just half the crowd, or for our crowd, or our fans. Instance, it's three fourths everywhere we go. 
But no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's oh man, you know they're cheering for you. So. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so you know when you look at this right tomorrow, right? I, there's a lot of stuff going on, um, which I kind of want to allude to the next situation, right? Uga X, Uga Ten, uh, retiring, and now you bring in Boom or Uga Eleven. Uh, you're doing the collar and ceremony right before G Day, uh, and, and obviously you were you graced the field with Uga X, right? Tell us more about that. Like, what does that mean to you? I mean, I feel like Uga has a role, like has a well, has a place in everybody's heart. But I'm sure as a, a player, y'all have a different level of, you know, yeah, connection. Of course, because you know you're repping. I mean, UGA Uga, your whole entire university is based. If you want to think about it like that, is based off a dog. So. Um, I don't know. It's just, we, I never really, I've never met him. I don't think maybe I have, I'm not sure, but you know, we're always getting ready for the game, Fair. but you know, it's a, it's a symbol. It's a trademark. You, you can't look at uh, the university of Georgia without thinking about Uga. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's awesome. And they always show him when he's on his little ice packs, when it's hot outside, <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. No. So it's, I find this interesting because Juan, you, when you played, you had Uga five. Right? Was it five? I believe so. I, I know I, I I never got an opportunity to pet him, but we Fair. walked past him because he sat in first class. Um, that oh, dog is yeah. pampered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog yeah. is pampered. But, um, but but just like you said, man, Uga is he is Georgia. You know, when you think of that, you just think of you know you you think of Uga and, and what a cool mascot. And and I had the opportunity to play in the game where you know he tried to jump up and bite bite that Auburn player. You know, that was that that was just that was kind of cool. So um, yeah. Juan was the one that got him to go after the receiver, by the way. <laughs> that's what it was. I tell you, that's what it was. Yeah, sick him. Yeah. And, you know, and again, just you, you know, you know, how awesome is it just to hear that go dog sick him, and then everybody's just doing that. Woo, woo, woo. You know, it is, you know, I, I tell you what, being a dog is great. Having Ugga as your mascot is even is even better. I tell you well, what, folks from Charlotte. They hate me because all I do is bark. So. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, man. We're sitting here. I mean, obviously, me being in like High Point, Greensboro area, right, Triad area. Mm-hmm. Boy, they they don't like me either. Hey, I'm telling you, they can't stand it. <laughs> so I want to, I want to take a second. I want to take a second to talk about uh, our little brother, our little friends down in Gainesville last night. Uh, we're talking spring games. I hope y'all didn't watch that game like that spring game last night. I hope y'all did not watch that. You took that, well, I actually oh, yeah. chose to watch a knitting show, um, the 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 art of knitting versus the, you know, that's right. You learned you honestly you learned more and were more entertained than watching that. Yes, exactly. It was yeah. bad. It was bad. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I sat there and I watched it and. The like I know Juan when you played right you had Spurrier there coaching and, and you know you had you know Nate you you Florida was always a big game it was always close you know shit like that but how it, like in a couple of years a trajectory of a program seems to be just completely shifted it's just it's wild but uh, as Pat says it, in, it indeed was gator garbage Hashtag gator garbage. A- absolutely uh and listen even though utah is trash they will decimate 
Florida. Yeah, Utah is absolute garbage. They are just See, there you go. I, I watched um last yeah. week. I watched the uh, the Auburn spring game too, and uh, and it's funny. Even though it was raining and they were saying, "Oh, we can't throw the ball," they still look bad. You talking about Auburn too? Yeah, Auburn. right. Yeah, yeah that was that was rough. Bad. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, dude, I I just feel like if we're trying to corral things back to Georgia, outside of Tennessee, I just don't see anyone in the East posing a problem. I mean, well, not even. Yeah, I, I already and Nate I already called another three P. I, I I mean, I just oh, don't hey, see. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't see nationwide, and, and and that's not from an arrogant standpoint, but I'm just saying I, I just don't see anybody in the nation that's going to have that toughness, that's going to have that physicality. Oh, and, yeah. and it's going to even really just give us a challenge. And and just just think about it. In 2021, we won it. We got over the hump. 2022, it was a hey man. You know they think that we, we've lost all of this, all of this talent, all of this stuff to the draft. They don't think that we can do it. And guess what? They did it again. And the same thing. They're saying the same thing. There's no way that this group is going to be able to you know stack up with them. And I'm telling you, all they do is just prove prove people wrong time and time again. I'll, I'll tell you right now, like, I know we're kind of talking about this a little bit, right? Like, you have Tennessee fans thinking that they're, like, they're going to be fine, right? And But when you, you look at Tennessee, right, which is going to be, our, I think, our direct competition in the East, but even on the West, right, outside of LSU bringing back Jaden Daniels, which I think is big, you know, Alabama's bringing a new quarterback. Ohio State's bringing a new quarterback. Like, you know – USC brought in Cliff Kingsbury, but they still ain't figured out the fucking defensive situation. Like they, they, they can't play defense. So Nobody can good play luck defense. there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you bring Alex Grinch in and yeah, you're asking for trouble, but, um, hold know, on. What, what, what's up down South football? What's going down, on, man? Down South football. Says big ups. Uh, I wonder if that's, uh, some, some Lowndes, Valdosta. Oh, old Benny. That's where I was born. And all Benny. Oh, it's all Benny. Let us know where you're from down south football. I'm trying to. I can't see the chat. It might be. Are, 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 you're on the phone, right? Yeah, I see it now. Okay. Go to, I don't know who Joel is, but we, we ain't saying good. That, that's the J-O-double-G. Utah is Utah's absolute guard. She's a, she's a Utah fan. Uh, um, we've been trying to block her. Um, <laughs> as, as much as we can. Birmingham, that's what's up. Okay. Birmingham. Yes, sir. Alabama's got some uh, great high school football. Boy, I'm telling you right now, Phoenix City and, yeah. I mean, I speak – well, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, if you look at it, though, you know, look at look at the situation where Georgia as a state – I mean, I know y'all both played, right, uh, Nate – Nate done, Nate done got confused. There it is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm He's trying to flip it around. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But no, why? Hey, act, act like you're in the pit crew, man. You, yeah, hey, you got to do hey, this. We got, we got to get it fixed. There it yes, is. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Quick now. It's quick. Yes, sir. And just like that. Hey, that's all I had to say is pit crew, and he got it. He got it. <laughs> Which I, I saw a comment up here earlier. Hold on one second. Um, Joe Huff mentioned or said earlier, uh, I thought it was pretty awesome last year when I first heard about Nate being on a pit crew just to be great at whatever you do. Nate, old dogs are champions too. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, I, I, it is interesting, right? Like, you, I mean, it, it was cool to watch, like, you know, on Sundays. That kind of makes you watch on Sundays. Um, yeah, I mean, I do, but that's just me. Thank you. I mean, for that. Thank you. Uh, let's see. So Joel said Kobe must be locked down for his bad behavior. Nah, my man had to work. Like he actually works. 
Um, yeah. He's probably but, getting the field ready for G-Day tomorrow. I would, You know what, though? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, oh yeah, okay. It's Nate. So, J-O-W-G wants to introduce herself as the financial manager for this podcast. It's dismal. My apologies. No, no, she, takes, she takes all of our money and gets her nails done. Uh, you know, we, we hadn't seen a dime of that money. Buys a Patios <laughs> coffee. Where's my yeah, exactly? I'll do that. Where's your NIL deal? Yeah, I'll get you a bag of coffee. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure a guy over at Apotheos will hook you up if you like coffee. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you right now. I, hold on, you said you love coffee? I love it. Dude, I'm telling you right now. I can get you a hookup on some Apotheos. Hold on, I'll, we'll talk about it offline, but yeah, I promise you. Juan, Juan, Juan's not the much of a coffee drinker, but I uh, promise you. Well, when they come out with those K cups, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them for sure. Juan, we'll get you, we'll get you hooked up, man. We'll yeah. definitely get you. Well, I'll find out for sure, but yeah. Um, hey, but no. South says yes. Bama um, has some great high school football. It's great to see Georgia and Bama men, uh, being mentioned as the top states as far as talent. And we do. I mean, they do. They have a a, a lot of great talent, and, and and both of them they're picking up because beforehand it was all just kind of Florida and Texas, Florida and Texas, Florida and Texas. And now, you know, you're getting those players. And, and one of the things I love about Kirby is he's keeping those Georgia players home. You know, he, he, he's, he's keeping those players in, in Georgia where they used to go all over the place. And again, he's dipping over into, into Alabama, into Florida, you know, picking up these, these great players. And it's going nationwide. It's awesome. It is. I awesome. mean, it's, it's just think about it. I want to ask you this. So you had Isaac Nada, right? You played with Isaac Nada, Nate. Yeah. And, and I felt like Isaac was criminally underutilized, oh, yeah. criminally underutilized, For Sure. which kind of leads me to, I want to stay within the tight end position because we, I saw down South's comment about Georgia and, and Alabama in regards to high school talent. Uh, there is a, I call him a DG featured athlete, um, bringing some local exposure to some kids up here, local to me, uh, kid out of the 26 class, right? So that's a rising sophomore, um, Kendra Harrison will be at G-Day tomorrow, right? This kid as a freshman is 6'7", 237 as a tight end. Wait, he's from is – he, is that the one from Charlton County? No. Oh. No, that's that's uh, that's Elias Williams in the oh. 25 class. Um, but, no, 2026 hit up here near me in Reedsville. 6'7", uh, 237, had him on and talked about it. Uh, he's going to be in G-Day, so – uh, if if you see him, you can't miss him. I promise you that you can't fucking miss him. Um, just tell him we said what's up. Uh, but no. With that being said, the the Georgia and Todd Hartley recruiting, I guess you could say like avatars in the elite level of recruiting. It's crazy to me when you look across the board, right? Linebackers, tight ends, you know, receivers. I feel like it's getting even better. Uh, what are your thoughts on the recruiting success? Like just just the overall. What are your thoughts on that? Um, uh, it's awesome. I mean, you get that brand new facility, you, you get the eyes popping, you know, back then it was when I, when I visited, I mean, it was great. It was a great facility, but now, I mean, I walked in there, uh, probably earlier. It was either earlier this year or last year. I can't remember, but I mean, I was just surprised. There's so much stuff to just look at. I mean, and there's some, there's the weight room by itself. Oh my gosh. I'd want to work out every day, <laughs> honestly. I mean, just the, the appeal of that and then the coaches, every, all the coaches are just so – they're cool and, you know, they hit at home. They know how to hit at home. Yeah. And um, I don't know, 
why wouldn't you? You've won back-to-back natties. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Ain't it? Juan, if I'm not mistaken, well, Nate, too, we didn't even have an indoor facility, like indoor practice field, until Kirby got there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I definitely didn't have one when I was there. But so, um, I'll tell you what, though, you know, coming back to what Nate said, is it's, it's a really a home feel. I mean, if you look at it, the majority of those coaches played at Georgia. And I think that that's that's one of the great things that Kirby has done is he's brought these guys back home. Like Bobo is back home. Muschamp is back home. McClendon, I mean, is back home. Hardly, hardly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you're looking at these guys that, man, like Georgia is my home. Like this is where I want it to be. How much more of a family can you have? And, and Nate, you hit it right on the head, man. That that's the the reason that these kids are like, this feels like home. It is because you've got guys that have been there. You know, unlike you go to a lot of these other programs, and these these coaches are looking for their next step up. Um, you know, they're they're looking for the, the the next greatest thing. So they're not planted to stay. Kirby is planted. Those guys that are that he's brought back are planted, and there's still other guys that coach that played at Georgia, played with Kirby, that's still trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's very true. You know, which I think it's another thing too, right? When the consistency, I, I think that's another thing, especially with regards to recruiting, right? The you know the fact that you have Bobo as offensive coordinator, he's not going to leave on us unless we let uh, unless we make him go. I feel like. And, and I think you could honestly say the same about Muschamp, but I mean, being co-DC, I, I don't know how y'all feel about that. But I think, like you said, though, Juan, you, you talk about Kirby Smart being head coach from played at Georgia. You look at Will Muschamp played at Georgia. Uh, Bobo played at Georgia. Like, I, I don't see it. Same thing. Well, yeah, McClendon too. So you you don't see this situation where guys want to – it's like they don't necessarily have to leave. They're in a good spot anyway. Georgia's the – the standard right now. I mean, you win back-to-back championships. I think you've earned the right to call yourself the standard for the time being. Uh, you know, and Wallace Smith, welcome in to the brigade. So what's, what's good, on, fellas? Not oh. much. Not much. We are sitting here reminiscing, or at least for Nate and Juan reminiscing. Um, I want to po- pose this question to you, though, uh, Nate. Tomorrow, right, uh, uh, as a freshman, right, who do you, who do you see or who do you want to see just stand out? Who do you think stands out tomorrow? You said in the freshman class. Well, I mean, it could be anybody, but I was I was going to get to a, que- a question about freshmen. Who do I want to see stand out? Um, I want to see all three quarterbacks stand out. I want to make. I want it to be a very hard decision for Kirby to make mm-hmm. because that gives us more trust. Also. Yeah. Um, my boy Ryan. He's a linebacker. He's I think this is his last year now. He's he's a great guy. He's a dog. David Ryan Davis. Yeah, that's my boy. Oh, okay. Trouble. We call him Trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He. Um. Uh, I want to see him show out for sure. He's the old head now, so you know he's taking control. But ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's everybody else. You know, they just, Dan Jackson. I hope he is he playing. Is he going to be good for that? Um, not necessarily sure. I don't. I don't know. I think with him coming back from that injury, you know, how Georgia is. Georgia will, and I applaud this honestly. They will not, you know, they will look after your well-being and save you from yourself. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. 
But yeah, no, that's that's how I feel. One, if you want to add, I, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, what, what about uh, you, sir? Yeah, one another guy, and you mentioned it earlier, is uh, Chaz Chambliss. Um, yeah, I, I like Chaz. He's a he's a Carrollton guy. We actually played against him. You know, we my my, my kids were at Buford, um, so you know we we had a chance to play against him. Um, my son dropped back one time and, and threw a pass and absolutely got flipped upside down by Chaz. And so you, you have you have a lot of respect for a guy that can, <laughs> you know that 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 can do that. So I, I hope he does well. Um, the nylon more set. He's a, he's a receiver that came out of, out of North Cobb. Uh, I had an opportunity to, to coach him a little bit. I just he's a fantastic guy. I hope that he actually shines in the receiver group. And and, and I'm with Nate. If, if our quarterbacks show out. And, and, and we get that trust. I just think that that sets and, and puts a lot of us at ease. I, I, I truly believe we're going to do, you know, we're going to have a three-peat, but you just have that question mark at quarterback. And I think that tomorrow, all three of these guys will have an opportunity to solidify themselves and, if you know, and, and have that situation. If one goes down, guess what? We're fine. And if another one goes down, guess what? We're, we're, we're fine. Yeah. So I, I think for me, I really want to, I know it probably doesn't sound appealing, but I want to see the D line. Mm. I, I want to see the. I want to see how we're going to replicate the production that we lose with losing Jalen Carter. I think that's going to be a big factor for us, and we we've got talented guys, and there's a lot of them, mm. right? But Jalen Carter was different. You know what I mean? Like Jalen Carter was just different, and and so now you you have him going to the NFL draft. I mean, you've got guys. I mean, like, like you got Zion Logue and and Nazir Stackhouse and Bear Alexander, which really came on late. You know what I mean? Uh, really strong, ultimately, in my opinion. But then you got new freshmen, man. Like, I, I, I genuinely think, or well, Kristen, I'm gonna shout out Chris Miller too. I feel like people forget about him already, and that's a terrible idea. Um, but when you look at the freshmen this, in this cycle, right? You look at uh, you look at Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall could be the next big thing, and then. Jamal Jarrett, my guy, right? Six five three fifty, right? Mm. That that Jordan Davis clone, like, and, and I don't want to sound make it sound like an easy comp, Nate, but yeah, <laughs> seeing him in person, yeah, like it's oh. oh, it's it's insane. <laughs> I've watched I watched that kid, and this is what makes me feel confident about the future of the defensive line with Trey Scott. With getting Jamal Jarrett, you're getting a guy that will gladly right take up double teams, and be fine with it. And that's what I'm looking forward to see how he goes, whether it's against the ones, things like that, and, and how his weight is, has come, right, his weight loss. I think they're going to have to kind of do the same thing as Jordan Davis, right, trying to keep that weight down. It would not surprise me in the run game if he stands out. And I think that's someone that I'm going to be watching for, bias, sure, but I'm, I'm going to be watching to see what he does for sure. Uh, you got I, me. So. I mean, I mean, I'm just listen. I'm excited for this this freshman class. I feel like there was a lot of key pieces. One, we talk about receiver. You bring in Anthony Evans, pure speed. Yazid Haynes. I think you have speed and route running. Um, but I want to talk to one about this. Who's gonna? You said Denali Moore said things like that. But do you think Rara or do you think Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint could have the better day in regards to trying to find that X receiver? Uh, to re- to replace Tyler, uh, not Tyler Williams, but uh, uh, Ad Mitchell. Well, I mean, just from your just from your receiver perspective, what yeah, do you think? I mean, I I like Ra Ra. He's a, he's he's a proven guy, and he played under a great system. 
Um, and, and I think he's actually going to come in here and show a lot of leadership as well. You know, he, he had that trouble that was that, that kind of, you know, plagued him a little bit, you know, thinking that he wasn't even going to be able to play. So he's got a lot to prove. Um, a lot of eyes are going to be on him. A lot of eyes are going to say, hey, how is he going to respond to all that craziness that was going on? And will he step up and be a big time player? And I say yes. Uh, Kirby has a great, you know, great way about him of turning guys that could seem like they are going down the wrong path or some knuckleheads and, and, and making them want to play for that G, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, you know, and, and not to steal uh, from, from Kellen Winslow Jr. But, you know, when he was at Miami saying it's all about this U, uh, it really is all about that G. And, and those guys are, are, are playing for that G on that helmet. There's nobody bigger than the program. There's nobody bigger than that G, and they prove that. And uh, so it, it's more of a privilege than it is anything just to be on that field. Nate, I got a question for you. Right, we, we brought up Stetson Bennett earlier in the show, but I have a question for you. Will Stetson Bennett get drafted? And I tell you what, if you want my honest opinion, and I'm biased, but if you want my honest opinion, I think you should be first round. And Boom, I, Juan, suck it. Well, I know the whole. We need to remove Nate off of the program. <laughs> I came from came here as a walker. We paid too much money for this. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've never, and I, I hell, I was right beside him. I've never seen somebody so poised. Now I know that times we were like, oh, well, what's going to happen? But I mean, I, I've never seen somebody so poised after they had just messed up through a pick, whatever. Um, I tell you what, he's better than half the guys they got before him. That's for sure. And, and I never mind. I'm not gonna name no names. No, but. fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Juan's over here just sitting there grinning. And, uh, the reason why I asked you this question, Nate, is because me and me and Juan have a uh, ongoing bet uh, with regards to the NFL draft and sets of Bennett. I think he gets drafted. Juan thinks he will not. I think um, he will be later rounds though. I mean, yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. I don't see it being like a, maybe earliest day two, but I think day three. I mean, mm-hmm. like like I said, Juan, chill out, relax. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. So the bet, so the bet, if if Stetson gets drafted, I'm getting my man Stetson Bennett jersey over there. He's gonna rock it for a show. Yeah. Uh, and I think I have to wear what is it, an Auburn or Florida shirt? Well, you already have an Auburn and a Florida shirt. That you no, have. I don't. I do I not know. have one of those. Uh, he just like salmon or whatever. But that's it's bro, Auburn. It's, no, nah, it ain't a goddamn Auburn shirt. Stop <laughs> playing. Stop playing. Oh my God! But no. Um. So if 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 he does not get drafted, I have to wear. I'll probably have to get a Gator shirt or something. I don't know. Just to give me a Utah shirt, just like pure trash. Yeah. At least it's red too. Yeah. I guess. Utah is awful. I mean, at least I can say I. You know. Well, I can't say that because Florida beat them. So hooray, Utah. Um, true. God, you're making me really feel bad right now. <laughs> uh, Stetson Bennett, please get drafted. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to wear a fucking Florida shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do it. It ought to be. It ought to be a a Utah shirt. Wallace Wallace says he thinks Jack Sand is going to benefit the most because he knows the system. And you know what? Agree. I, I mean, listen. I, I think, and if, if we're going to go back to the Tennessee game, but that that catch, that touchdown catch, right under the goalpost, Juan. Yep. Where the two, you know, got the ten toes down. I, I think that was a big time. I wouldn't say morale booster, but a confidence builder. 
for me with him because you look at the situation where now you have A.D. Mitchell going to Texas. Right? Now you need that X receiver, right? We you, Perimeter blocking, I think, is a specialty for Marcus Rothman Jack saying the kick and block his ass off. But who's going to go out and catch these passes, right? I think you have a good situation. I think because, I mean, we saw what Rara did against us. He yeah. did very good against us. Yeah. And and Marcus Rothman Jack Saint can do that as well. I think it's a good situation. Tristar says, can we say that both Tennessee and Georgia are going to skull fuck Florida by 50? Pardon the language, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it's going to be bad. Because yeah. – Oh, it's, it's, dude, listen, this is a perfect time to bring this up. When this comes up, folks, head over to BetUS, dgdpodcast.com forward slash BetUS. Smash, <laughs> smash that fucking, smash the spread. Just smash it. Oh, man. It, it, book it right now. Well, it is, it is April 14th, 2023 at 8.51 p.m. You can bookmark this shit. I don't care. Florida's getting beat by at least three touchdowns, both teams, easily, yeah. easily. It's just that simple. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Joel says haters. No, no, no. You're you're a Utah fan. I'm sorry. I can't. No, no. We're not a hater. We're being realistic for you. Thanks to the podcast funds, my nails are amazing. Yeah, you abuse you abuse the system. Can't yes, do shit with you. She does. I, had, I had to pay for my own Waffle House today. Jesus Christ. She needs to be, she needs to be audited. No. Yeah. Good, though. Uh, let's see. Smash the spread like Grant Merck's completion percentage. Yeah. That was, that was boy, that was rough. But no, so obviously with G Day tomorrow, um, <laughs> got one laughing again. It feels That's different, man. That's good. Nate, That's good did, you, um, did you know about the tennis team one? No. So tomorrow at one, uh, tennis or not Tennessee, uh, Ole Miss comes to town and the, the men's tennis team uh, has a match at one for the possibility of an undefeated conference uh, season. No way. Yeah. I, I think they're fourth in the country. Wow. I knew so, uh, I was, I was friends with a couple of those guys. So it's crazy. It's crazy to kind of see that the tennis team, because both men and women's team, I know it's, I know it's not football right now, but both of them are top five. Like Both Pat, women's tennis team, they're they've they've dominated. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're yeah. good. But no, I thought I mean that's just another thing, right? Like tomorrow in Athens is about to be ridiculous because you've got the the, the tennis matchup, you've yeah. got Juan's football game, right? The flag football game. Mm-hmm. You got Uga, uh the collar ceremony right before G Day, and then at, funny enough, SEC Shorts is doing a show in Athens because we won the title again. Wow. Yeah, just a busy day I, in Athens. I think, I think oh. the biggest thing of that whole thing is probably going to be the the alumni flag football game. So they may actually show that on ESPN two out, you know, other than you know instead of G Day. So they better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, hey, <laughs> you want to get hey, one laugh? Hey, you want to hey, get hey, one hey, laugh? Hey, needs to be on the shore more often, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, you want to make one laugh like that, just mention Monsters Ball. He knows what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no, dude, that inside, inside story for a show he was on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was, gotta, hey now we, we're going to have to block Wallace Smith now. Bennett should get, Bennett will get drafted in the fifth, fifth or sixth round. We have to nah, block him. Nah, fuck that one. That's a veto. He, he stays. Gonna, he stays. He stays. 
Wallace and Nate have to be blocked from here on out. Bro, what, uh, I'm playing. I'm playing. What if? What if he gets drafted in like the fourth or fifth round? One. Oh man, I just shoot myself. <laughs> Listen. Look at the quarterbacks. Look at the quarterbacks in this draft class. Oh, it, it's 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 awful. It's yeah. it's pretty bad. Like next year. Next year, listen. Next year's next year's quarterback class will be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. They have they have Tanner McKee, the, the Stanford quarterback. He's they have him listed as like in the top thirteen. <laughs> they're saying, they saying that he's probably most likely either going to be late round or not drafted at all. So. Yeah. So TriStar brings up a good comment. Imagine if you guys also had Haha Clinton Dix in your secondary right now. Rah Rah getting covered by Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Say that three times fast. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I, I kind of want to let's kind of wrap this up a little bit. I think it's a good time to do that. Um, you know, listen, you got the ceremonies tomorrow, uh, the festivities. I, I feel like football's back, even if it's a spring game, football's back. And I feel like, you know, in Athens, you're going to see like it's like it's September. I think I, I just feel like environment's coming. I, I really do. Um, you know, obviously, the, the second flag will get should get raised up, I believe, ring ceremony. I mean, from the G day, like what? Let's do a score prediction just for shits and giggles. Mm. Um, this this gets interesting, right? The red and black team. Uh, predict a score. I, you want to predict a score, Juan? You look. I would say, well, for the first game, the alumni flag football. Yeah. Uh, the black team fifty six, no sixty three. The red team three. Um, and then for the regular G day game, I, I'd say. I'd say the black team, I'd say 30, I'd say 33 to 15, something crazy like that. Interesting. Nate, what do you got, my man? What do you got? Do we we know who the number one defense is with? What color? Because I'm going with them regardless. Yeah. You're going with the number one defense, fair. I mean, Um, yeah, it's fair. Either way, whatever color it is. So I got the number one D and the number two O or number two offense. I got them winning. We'll say, ooh, let's do 31 to mm, – we'll go 21. Nah, yeah, 31-21. I like that. 31-21. I'm going to go I'm go 24. 24- 27 24 mm. red team. I don't know who's, I don't know which is which again, but I, I'm just going to say red. It could be red or black, but I, I mean, I, I feel like the first team offense. Listen, I'm excited to see Mike Bobo back at offensive coordinator, and people can hate on that. People can hate on that. No, I don't, but, I don't, but, I mean, anybody but that Nate, does would be ashamed of themselves. Nate, you, you, you kind of get where this is coming. I thought that Mike Bobo wasn't the problem his first time at offensive coordinator. I felt like, unfortunately, Mark Ritt was very conservative and it put him in predicaments. And then you also had Willie Martinez as your DC. Like, that's terrible. That's absolutely dog crap. So now that you've got a defense that's given up 10, 11 points a game and offense that he can throw with Hudson Mason, Hudson Mason, 41.3 points a game. Hmm. Tell me I feel confident about that. Oh yeah. Say that now. So I got there. I got 27, 24. Uh, I'm going to say red team. I might be black. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's see. made a good point about um, 
all those quarterbacks that are coming out next year. I mean, that's a lot of them. And he didn't even mention there's a good strong chance Quinn Ewers is coming out. Mm. Um, he'll be he'll be coming out as well. I mean, it's gonna be quarterback rich yeah. next year. See, Wallace talks about do realize that Munkin is with Baltimore now. He thinks Stetson could get drafted. I I, I just I, listen. I would love it for Stetson because I think that will help him. I just don't see that. Want to put them fucking thumbs back? Up. Put them down. Put them down. <laughs> now, listen. I don't see him going to Baltimore. I I, I think you. I, I think you look. If any team gets them, I, I think you look at a situation where the quarterback, uh, the quarterback right has already been solidified. There's no question. You need. Yeah, I mean, it it would make more sense because he would fit that Baltimore system. However, Baltimore is going to be a monster. I mean, they just got um, the who's the receiver that they just got? Um, I can't even think. He played OBJ. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So they got him. They're going to be. They're going to be. They're going to be pretty good. TriStar says he thinks that the Falcons will take Stetson. Hey, their quarterback situation is far from settled. Listen, another thing. So there's two factors for me that makes me believe Stetson's going to get drafted, Nate. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, for the 49ers, did his thing. Yeah. And and the 49ers also went through four quarterbacks in a season. Now, wait a minute. Now, now let me ask you. So when we're talking about drafted, are we also talking about the XFL? I, the I'm, focused on, I'm focused on NFL. That's the case. There's a good strong chance he'll be he'll be XFL. No, I think he'll go NFL, man. Listen, if Trace McSorley just got Trace McSorley just got signed to uh, finally to the the Patriots, if Trace McSorley can get drafted, believe me, Stetson Bennett can get drafted. Yeah, I think so. Hey, there's, a, there's some good arena teams too. You know, the <laughs> Iowa Barnstormers. That's where Kurt Warner played, man. I, I look at Nate. Nate knows it, man. Nate knows it. <laughs> uh, man, listen, I didn't sign up for the fucking player here to ball tonight, okay? My man, the most diabolical oh, hater this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> no, in all ser- in all seriousness, though. Um, yeah, listen, Jake from and love Jake what he did you know, leading us to the Natty as a freshman. But I mean, listen, he got drafted in the fifth round too. I thought it was a terrible fit because of the system, right? His arm strength was the question mark for a lot of people. But if you're smart, things like that, you can at least crack, get a shot. I, I, I seriously think so. Uh, just because Bennett played with us and won two natties, he's going to get drafted. I mean, listen, that's a good argument, but like you know, we we have to be fair here in this assessment. Like, how much of that, how much of that offseason fiasco in in Texas is going to play a part in that? The politics aside, you know what I mean. Like, I don't. I, mean, I, don't, to... I don't think. I don't think that that's going to be that big of a deal. I mean, hell, Jameis Winston was the biggest clown on the planet, and he still Damn. got drafted. You know, just a complete knucklehead. Um, far worse things than than uh, than Stetson Bennett. So I, I don't think that's going to be that that big of a deal. I mean, it, I mean, hell, he, he's going around there. He's a national champion. He's knocking on doors, and 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 he's having fun. That, that's really not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, I told him to lay off the pad, but he just didn't want to listen to me. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fair enough. I mean, but in all seriousness, though, right? Like, um, that truck killed me. There, what now? <laughs> he, there's a comment that I'm not going to say on YouTube. I'll just, just be real here. <laughs> just read it, you'll get it. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, listen, G Day, ESPN 2, 4 o'clock. Uh, Juan will be the star of the flag football game. Go get, listen. If you if you see Juan Daniels there, hit the gritty. 
Hit the grid? No, nah, you, no. Hit hit the hit the medic alert button is what you need to hit. <laughs> life alert hit life alert the life alert yeah yep. hey i'm gonna be running routes and i'm just gonna be ready to press it just like that now was now hold on not let's be serious she's gonna be rolling oh yeah he's he gonna be rolling my man gonna have my man gonna have that he gonna have uh skid marks on the on the field just burning them damn things up yes sir look like a pit look like a, hold on you ready for this? You ready for this, Nate? Uh, Want to go see that wheelchair going? It looked like he's about to, like he's spinning out, and getting out of the pit stop. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm gonna have Nate right, right next to me, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, wherever JOWG is, uh, we need to uh, allocate some funds real fast. Nate, go down there and be the pit crew, change his tires. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Those, hey. wheelchair, those wheelchair tires are thin, man. We gotta gotta need them every few laps. You know what I mean? Exactly. I get them. I bring anyway, them oh my God, damn, Jesus, help me, help me. Look, I hope everybody that goes watching this goes uh, going to Athens be safe. Have fun. Uh, look, I'm, it's it, spring football's here, but football's back, right? This is your unofficial start to the season for me. It's back. I'm happy. Uh, I'm juiced to the fucking gills. Like I'm excited. Uh, but with that being said, Nate, uh, it was a pleasure having you on again, man. Um, Thank you. Nah, I don't know whether to call him nasty Nate, NASCAR Nate. Uh, I mean, there's so many. I, I, I like. I put in the chat, Nate the Great. I'm going Nate with the that, Great. Man. I mean, you got one. I mean, you got the goat, the Great, like Nate the Great. Like it just goes. It just clicks. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just rolls. I don't. I, as long as it ain't. Negative, I'll be all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Fair. As I take a sip of my Kool-Aid that someone probably spit in because it's a player haters ball right now. Juan yes, Daniels sir. is the player hater of the year. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, if if anybody wants to follow you, man, on your NASCAR uh, journey and everything like that, where can they follow you? So you can follow me on – I know I'm young, but I do have a Facebook. I know all <laughs> of uh, Facebook. Just my name, Nate McBride. Uh, Instagram is McBride underscore era 13. Um, and then I'll, also I want to put this in there. We just started a solely pit crew based Instagram page. It's called pit crews. Um, I follow them. If you want to look through my followers and find them, we put as nothing. It's really just Joe Gibbs racing pit crew. Um, but yeah. Uh, what we do we talk about random stuff we, we we show practices workouts things like that so just a, it's almost like a day in the life so it's pretty cool there you go folks go give them a follow uh mcbride underscore era 13 on instagram don't have a twitter uh, is there any plans for a twitter i used to and i was verified too which was nice but it got oh. never got back into it. oh my god the hackers man they're good for that they're really good for that uh but listen, other than that, Juan, welcome back to the the show. Glad to be off the milk carton. I think yes, maybe yes, you gonna be you gonna be here Monday. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here Monday, not Wednesday. So here Monday, Monday, not Wednesday. Damn, back to the milk carton he goes. Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but no, in all seriousness, again, Nate, thank you for coming on, man. It was a pleasure talking to you, um, Juan. It was good seeing you again on screen. Yes, sir. Um, and hope everyone enjoys their night, their weekend. We'll be back on here Monday to recap. Uh, more so the, the, the flag football game. Um, so just get your, get prepared. Um,
but also G Day, right? G Day secondary to Juan Daniels on the show, apparently. Yes, so we'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, try to start our last question. Are you going to North Wilkesboro? Yes, I will be going. It's okay. last All right. So, yeah, we're getting ready to go. We're going to slide. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, talking about. come on. We we Martinsville this weekend though. Look for the forty three car. Uh, be on. 40, 43 car. Forty three Eric Look. Jones. Will your hair be hanging out? Like oh your yeah. Hair? Okay. See? Yeah. You'll see the hair just flowing, majestic oh, yeah. hair like Juan wishes he had. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself, Juan. You got to prepare, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, guys. With that being said, hey, again, Nate, as always, you're welcome anytime. Uh, thanks for coming on again. We will see y'all Monday. Hope y'all enjoy DGD After Dark and go dogs. Go dogs. Appreciate y'all.